Allow me to break the ice. Cold freeze. Cold freeze. Cold frozen ice. Cold chill. Chilling winter ice. Winter ice. Chill. Cold ice. Cold freeze. Chill. Freeze winter ice. Cold cool ice. Frost winter ice. Freezing ice. Cool freeze. 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 Let's kick some ice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the top five of death. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about things in fives. BWK <laughs> explained the show. <laughs> that was so official. Uh, so anyway, I, I, um, I will explain the show. <laughs> that was my plan was to really throw you under the bus <laughs> at the beginning. So anyway, the way that this works is that um, every week we will come up with a list of our top five of some topic. This week, our to- it's our top five of video game bosses. And uh, then we put the list up online and people will vote on it. And when they vote on it, the winner, or the one who gets the most votes, I guess, <laughs> gets to decide how the others die based on either their list or something we talked about the week before. And that's kind of how the show works. Right. And uh, if you listened last week, we had a special guest, uh, DJ uh, O'Sullivan, who was did a great, fine job. However, he did not win um, because you did not like him as a fan base, and that's <laughs> understandable. Um, last week, we were missing uh, Dooley who was a jerk and went to Chicago and didn't even tell us until the day he left. <laughs> so I texted you from the plane. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, boys. Can't make it tonight. Wow. The audacity you have. It really feels good to be back. Right. So, But you did win the week before, and you gave us your deaths via DJ as a vessel. DJ did a swell job reading those, by the way. Yeah. You know what I liked about that whole death from last week was the um, Mr. Popper, Mr. Popper's Penguins 2 waddle to take. You know what? who came up with that? Not you. DJ. Yeah. 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 He told us. We col- we collaborated, and some of the other puns were like, oh, they were so bad. It was something along the lines of, uh, like, well, I really pen- bring the show to penguin. a screaming halt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Dooley. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Do you remember the podcast, Dooley? I right. can't wait until the end of the show when I remember them. Yeah. All of the other suggested <laughs> oh. taglines from Mr. Popper's Penguins, too. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, um, last week's episode was a Top 5 Simpsons episode. It was a very uh, niche episode, and that definitely showed through with the voting because there were a very limited number of votes cast. Yeah. I feel like even diehard Simpsons fans would have had a hard time right. like, voting on a list of episode titles. <laughs> but you know what? That that show was for us. That show was for me and BWK. <laughs> it <laughs> was certainly not for me. Yeah, Dooley didn't even... <laughs> Dooley listened to the podcast while reading a book is what he told me, so he didn't really <laughs> listen to it. Hey, he's a busy man. He's got to squeeze everything in. <laughs> I have to consume all sorts of media at once. <laughs> yeah, however, the, it, it was an actual uh, episode, so there was <laughs> a uh, there was a voting process and there was a winner. And that winner is me. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you just delighted? I can am. I, can I just say that um, I haven't won in a really long time? <laughs> I know. You're the new loser of the group. <laughs> I know. I feel like such a loser. I know. I you know. Because like, my win was so victorious. It just like trumped you guys. Yeah. That, that some, was like five wins. That was... You <laughs> fucking... For some reason, you just lambasted us like <laughs> with fucking votes. I was so happy with myself. <laughs> and you weren't even here to freaking... I know. To reap the benefits. Can I say that um, I had... Only one vote this week. <laughs> Jesus. Just one person voted for me. <laughs> I know. I mean, I won, but I only won with like eight votes, so. Yeah, okay. I guess hopefully, it... hopefully this one garnish, uh, garnishes more... Um, celery. Celery. Okay. celery. <laughs> yeah. Have we... more of an appeal, hopefully. Right. Um, but anyway, so I did win, so that means uh, I decide uh, your fate. Uh, DJ's not here um, because he's dead, 
So that's he why he's not died. here. He's actually died. So Unfortunately. Sorry, brother. I think it's pretty fortunate that he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I, <laughs> sorry, was just, so, I was just trying to sound formal. Yeah, and I know he listens to the show, so I really wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> right. And because you weren't here last week, Dooley, as a punishment for missing an episode, you will also have to die. Oh, boy. Um, and I pulled your storyline from the last one you did of movies. I, you've been waiting to do this. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. Don't Let's worry jump into it. All right. So BWK and DJ, you both uh, I combined your deaths. So, and I wrote these ones down. I'm not riffing on these Wonderful. ones. Wonderful. Can I just say that um, uh, if I am to die, I, I, I hope it's at the same time DJ dies. So. In real life? Yeah. But like in the same like bus accident. Like like <laughs> <laughs> Contracting like the same strain of polio. <laughs> You both die in the same hospital bed, like the like the notebook, holding hands or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, so these are we write our deaths from the previous episode. We pull our uh, our bits from from there. So these are this is how BWK and DJ died. Immediately following the recording of the podcast, BWK and DJ both felt ashamed and embarrassed after incorrectly answering such a simple Simpsons trivia question. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy, what the hell is wrong with <laughs> oh, me? Asked on. BWK. <laughs> we I, were mostly right. <laughs> I guess Matt is just far superior when it comes to Simpsons trivia, proclaimed DJ. After a day or two of self-loathing, the two quote-unquote Simpsons fans oh God. decided they need to, needed to redeem themselves and, make pla- and made plans to watch every episode in order, front to back, nonstop. Sounds awesome. We may not be able to compete with Matt's stunning good looks, <laughs> but maybe we can at least contend with him when it comes to Simpsons trivia, said DJ. Only in your imagination. BWK agreed. They both sat down, plugged in an external hard drive to their Xbox, <laughs> and began the mega marathon. Their bodies were discovered weeks later. <laughs> Malnourished and swimming in their own excrement, neither of them what? got up to use the bathroom or sustain themselves with food and water. Oh, my God. Like the movie Seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have to, I have to say, when I said that I would, I would want to die with DJ in a bus accident, I take it back. I think that's how I want to <laughs> die with DJ. <laughs> You know what? After reading this, that's not a bad way to go. Well, I was swimming in excrement, probably isn't that great of a way to go. <laughs> you would die watching The Simpsons. Yeah. That's how much you like it. Yeah. That's true. Hey, um, way to go. That was good. <laughs> I feel like I didn't laugh enough or whatever. <laughs> we'll say, well, now we're on to Dooley's death because he missed the... It's, it's, I know it's going to be so mean. <laughs> I can feel it. You look, you look so satisfied with yourself. <laughs> it's not... It's All right. Well, why don't we just go into it and you can reserve your judgment for afterwards. So okay. this is how Dooley dies. And don't forget, these are pulled from uh, the last bit. Since Dooley missed the per- uh, last week's, this is from uh, episode five. Should top, we fill top. the listeners in on any of the bits? Anything um, that happened in that episode? Well, no, they should They should to? be listening to them anyway, right? Yeah. you'll uh, Just, just kidding, listeners. I love you. You can listen to whatever episodes you want. <laughs> wow. BWK with the authority. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is, uh, this is how Dooley died. Okay. <clears throat> During a nice, quiet Sunday dinner, Dooley, his brother, mother, and father were just discussing how on the latest podcast Dooley was on oh, f- no. for his top five movies, he picked Back to the Future, but didn't specify <sighs> which one of the trilogies was his favorite. Isn't that cheating, essentially, to pick three movies for one pick, <laughs> his brother asked? But before he could answer, the door flew open. Hello, father, <laughs> this thing said to Dooley. This human-looking being had a very strong resemblance to Dooley, except his mouth was on his forehead, his nose was mounted on his chin, and his limbs were backwards. His rights were, rights were where his left should be, and vice versa. What the hell? <laughs> Who are you? asked Dooley. Come again, said the monster, now, now walking towards him with his arms chicken-winged at Dooley because that's where his ears were. <laughs> oh, I know where this is going. I said, who are you? Oh, right. 
you don't know this, but in two years, you will get the opportunity to live out your favorite movie in real life and go back in time, said the Beast. Cool, said Dooley. It gets better, the Beast continues. During your experience, you are faced with the same exact storyline from the movies, except you made one alteration. During the scene, Michael J. Fox passes on the advances of his own mother, but you did not. You had, I hate this. You had sex with your mother, and nine <laughs> months later, she gave birth to me, the, gen- the genetically altered, due to incest, brother-slash-son you've always wanted. He's so well-spoken. <laughs> everyone, in, everyone is in shock and look to Mother Dooley. Who wants more past Leon as traditional Puerto Rican plantain <laughs> and beef lasagna dish? <laughs> I hate this so fucking much. <laughs> Dooley's dad quietly stands up and walks out of the room. This is insane. I would never have sex with my own mother, Dooley stresses. Dooley's mom begins to cry and runs out of the room. Mom, I mean, oh, geez. You offended mom. Why would you say that with her in the room? You are such an inconsiderate jerk, Dooley's brother says and vacates the room. All of a sudden, Dooley's dad runs back into the room in a complete rage with a gun. You slept with my wife, he screams, <laughs> and puts a bullet in Dooley's perverted brain. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you die. Oh. Yikes. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, honestly, like that's a really dramatic way to go. I'm I'm uh I don't know. I'm jealous. I yeah. hate <laughs> everything about it. Oh god. That that one that one felt so good to get out. <laughs> I I know. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. That one was too good to pass up on. Uh, and I knew that's what it was. My apologies to your family. <laughs> so just to recap for people that didn't know, uh, when we were doing the movies and he picked, uh, when Dooley picked uh, Back to the Future. The, uh, quite... All I said, can okay. I explain? Yeah, yeah, no, you do can it. I... Yeah, go ahead. Please explain myself. Yeah, keep it under a minute. Though. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I, keep it under a minute. Keep it under a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you going to play music? <laughs> I am now. All I said was, <laughs> Leah Thompson in Back to the Future is so fine, and if I was Marty, I would love to do Leah Thompson. That is it not was, exactly how you phrased it. No, but then Matt trying to be like, <laughs> Me? Great. Yeah, because you're like, would you or would you not have sex with your mom? That's Don't forget that I you did. said yes. <laughs> no, I... I <laughs> <laughs> this is all, just all sorts of terrible. Uh, <laughs> no, all right. How it really was, where y- you were like, "Ooh, mommy." Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> and everyone got really uncomfortable <laughs> and was shifting in their seats. <laughs> oh, oh God, let's start. I, the can show. we not have a show today? <laughs> can we end it here and now? Oh uh, well, unfortunately, we we have to press on. It is it is the only way to. You know, you could always win this week, and you know we could see what happens. I won that week, <laughs> fair and square. <laughs> no, no, I want to win this week. I'm, I'm right, sick BW. of being such a loser. Oh yeah. God, vote for me to make me feel better. <laughs> All right, Let's so start. Um, yeah, we shall start. Technically, it's uh, my turn in the rotation to start. So this is our top five uh, list of uh, video game bosses or villains or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know how you guys based your judgment uh, for this week. It was hard for me. This was actually probably the hardest list I've done. Uh, since the show began, even harder than the Simpsons one, because mm. mine was based mostly on nostalgia. Yeah, uh, well, obviously mine was too, but I based it off of like um, the like the role that the character played in like the video game, um, or how like I felt towards the character when I came across him or her, or just how much fun I had facing him or her. So there's like sure, a lot of yeah. things going into it, and some of them are picked for different reasons. So, mm-hmm. but uh, to move on with it, so my number five. 
in my video game bosses is uh, Dr. Wily from the Mega Man franchise. I know nothing about those games. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm not a huge, a super huge fan of, of Mega Man, but I knew you were going to pick Dr. Wily. Yeah. Because you got so on my case about it when I said that I didn't love uh, Mega Man earlier. Oh, well, Des- oh. Describe him for me. Yeah, okay, do it. So Dr. Wily um, is a mad scientist who is hell-bent on jealous revenge because Dr. Light is the scientist that created Mega Man. So essentially what Dr. Wily, uh, his story is, is that he's jealous of Mega Man's, you know, popularity and, and, you know, how advanced and how great he is, and everyone's praising Dr. Light, yada, yada. So that's why he makes all those other uh, robots, like uh, Metal Man and Snake Man, and that's where all the levels come from. Oh, those are are bad guys? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Those are all bosses of each level, like Mega Man, Snake Man, Uh. Cut Man, Wood Man. They're awesome. Isn't there a wind man? Yeah, there's, there, there's almost essentially everything. There's, there's like a diamond a, man? Yep. Is there a weed man? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so Doctor, but none of those, I mean, I could have essentially picked any one of those. I mean, I love Snake Man. I love the... the, the <laughs> I love Snake Man. Snake Man's great. Do you, do you ever <laughs> actually fight Dr. Wily, or do you just fight his minions? No, you do. So what? So you know how, like, the grids... Uh, it looks like the Brady Bunch family grid, essentially, yep. is what it is, <laughs> yeah, it with, with Dr. Wily That's how the, the game looks? Yeah, like, that's how you select levels, is, like, the, it's like a square, and each square has, like, Snake Man, and I keep saying, going to Snake Man, but, like, Metal Man and all the characters, and you have to, um, you have to beat each one before you can take on Dr. Wily in the center. Mm-hmm. But you can choose what order you go in? Right, and that's essential to beating the game, because once you beat one of the characters, you take on their weapon. So, if, like, you got Metal Man, oh, you take, okay. and you need to do it. Well, you don't need to, but it helps if you do it in a certain order. Because, like, Cut Man, if you beat Cut Man, you get his, uh, he throws out, like, saw blades. So when you go to fight Wood Man, you can beat him in, like, three hits because oh, you have Cut so you want, So there's, like, some strategy in the order you want to go in. Right. Okay. And that's, like, in every game. So it's always it's always about finding the order and, and, and beating somebody and seeing. It, it's A lot of it's, like, uh, kind of common sense to, yeah. you know, obviously yeah, Cut Man would beat Woodman. It's common sense, but not when you're like 12 and you're just so frustrated that you can't kill the first guy. <laughs> Mega Man 2 is such a fucking long game. Me and uh, a friend of ours, I was house-sitting and like he just came over specifically to play Mega Man 2 and we were up all night and I thought I was saving it because I was playing it on uh, the Dreamcast emulator and I was told you could save it. So we finally got tired enough. We're like, alright, just save it. We'll go to bed. Saved it. Woke up. Gone. Nothing. Fucking after like See, literally eight hours. Efforts were thwarted. Yeah. So, so getting to Dr. Wily takes forever, is what you're saying? No, that's the point. All the other guys are uh, are are one-level characters. So you beat them, and you move on. But then you get to Dr. Wily, Wily and there's like five levels, and it just goes, not, not even five, there's probably more. I, I don't even remember how many there were to them. I don't even think I've ever beaten Mega Man 2, but I've gotten to him in like <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever seen this character. <laughs> Dr. Wily is a myth and a legend, <laughs> and I believe in him. But the reason I picked Dr. Wily is because he, as far as the storyline goes, he is responsible for all the other awesome characters. So that's why I picked him. Yeah, that's a great pick, right? Yeah. I mean, not that we know too much about that world, but I mean, he seems to like it. I mean, he could be great. He is great. Sounds great. Bet on that no good Dr. Light <laughs> show off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, BWK. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Okay, so um, my number five is um, from 2007's Portal, and it's oh, GLaDOS. What a great pick. Yeah. I didn't play didn't this game. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I know, right? The entire game of Portal is basically one big boss fight because uh, the way it's kind of a puzzle game, and the way that it works is that you have this gun that shoots two portals, and if you go through one, you come through another. 
and you basically are put into this really weird world and you have to navigate to the end of the room by shooting portals around and getting around. But there's this constant threat of this this woman, GLaDOS, who's sort of the robot that put all the puzzles together. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she, she does this really weird thing where she, like, encourages you to keep going, but by but humiliating like, you. Yeah, like, puts you down at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's such never, a funny game. I've never played it. I, I know there's a lot of hype to it, and I know uh, Jonathan Colton, uh, he has a song in there, right? Joko? I don't know. The last song in the game? I think it is. Um I don't know. I couldn't even the, tell you what it the is. The songs in the in those two the in Portal One and Portal Two at the end of the games are so good. I listen to them like as regular songs. <laughs> They're legitimately good songs. Yeah. But uh so it Wikipedia describes GLaDOS as narcissistic, passive aggressive, sinister, and witty, and I agree completely. I was gonna say that's exactly how I describe her as well. <laughs> you wrote this Wikipedia article? <laughs> I may have. Uh but uh so she's also ranked number one in like so many different uh, video game villains list of like all time game spy game pro x play ign all ranked her number Jesus. one those games are great and she's so funny and it's like you want to beat her but you don't want her to stop talking right yeah and then even when you do beat her she's like proud of you <laughs> she's like she's like oh you did a good job i mean what can i say you beat me <laughs> so so she's in, in reality she's actually a really shitty boss <laughs> i know probably but, not very threatening but she's very memorable and i think that most yeah, of very most of my list is probably more <clears throat> current than what you guys's list is uh, i predict are going to be but um more current games but it's right. all about like whether they're memorable to me or not um one other quick thing i want to mention is that um GLaDOS was also uh, considered by feminist gamers to be the first non-stereotypical video game female character. She was oh, a cool. robot. But she is a female character. What, she didn't have big yeah, honking she's got, titties? But she's got so much sass, she does have robot tits. <laughs> does she have robot titties? No, she no. doesn't. What, is what does GLaDOS stand for? That is an acronym. Correct. Oh, my God. I, I knew somebody was going to ask this. and I... It's got to be on that Wikipedia um, page. Yeah. Well, it, I can't get the Wikipedia page. G-L-A-D-O-S? Uh, G-L-A-D-O-S. D-O-S, yeah, that's right. So it would be... Oh, um, no. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, go. Girls licking ass. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop them now. Dog no, orange. Dog orange um, Schumacher. Yeah. Oh, Schumacher. Yeah. I definitely didn't expect that. One. Yeah, he's right. I wonder what dog orange Schumacher means to anybody. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a flavor of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> no. no. Okay. <laughs> That would be the worst flavor. <laughs> but um, I just want to mention that in Portal 2, you actually like team up with GLaDOS through half of that game um, to fight Wheatley. And, uh, Why? Because he's a man? Who, Wheatley? Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. Of course he is. He's got to take down the man holding the women down. Oh, yeah. And you actually play as a woman in that game, too. Oh, and, weird. Uh, uh, yeah, so it, it is two women taking the man down. But um, Was this game put out by the Vagina Monologues? No, but actually... Yeah, the... it was the Vagina Monologues, the video game. <laughs> yeah. Why are you being so sexist about this? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I did want want to also mention that uh, the lead designer of this game is one of the most like prolific women designers, too. So it is a very... Uh, and by uh, the way, I was a, only a little bit off on the acrony acronym for GLaDOS. It stands for um, Genetic Life Form and Disk Operating System. Oh, you were dangerously close. Right, that was so close. <laughs> that was essentially right on point. That was brought to our attention by our engineer, uh, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, our, Thank our, you. Our new engineer, Our Brian. new engineer, yeah. Not to be confused with our old engineer, Fro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so that's my number five, GLaDOS. Cool. Um, I'm going to make my number five short and sweet. Um, it is... The Forest King himself, Wispy Woods. 
What the, f- what the hell? Oh, is that from Kirby? From Kirby. Oh, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> He's cool. You both know who he is. Yeah, we definitely do. I don't well, know why we're so... You don't, <laughs> no one you don't know him as the Forest King himself. <laughs> no. Like, I, you said it was such like... It's, uh, I don't know. I gave him such a dramatic title. Yeah. It, right. I was like, oh, okay. He sounded like royalty. I didn't want to insult him by not knowing who he was. <laughs> he is the king of the forest. Um, I chose him because I could beat him with such ease as a kid, and it felt triumphant every <laughs> single time. And what, I felt, he's such an iconic character. And he's just a tree, too. And he's he, a tree. He doesn't even he move. He can't move. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even move. <laughs> he actually sucks. <laughs> he just drops apples from, from the tree, uh, and he's not even an apple tree. I'm sorry, I'm like hijacking this, but no, no, no. I, I actually wanted to hear you talk about this. Oh, okay. I, I know you love Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I do. He's not even an apple tree, but he drops apples from his tree, and he, um, and those apples are the same thing that you kill him with. <laughs> so like, so he's basically giving you the weapon designed to kill him. So it's the trees from the Wizard of Oz. Um. Well, he doesn't play the drums when you correspond him to Dark Side of the Moon. What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? That was a oh the friggin' hippie reference. Yeah, I have, it was, to, I it have was to a say, reference. I think Dooley's a little off his game this week. You got some podcast rust. <laughs> <laughs> I go away for a week and I. <laughs> you don't, don't even want to talk on. about your number five. You're just like, I'm just gonna say it, <laughs> <I> then, <know. laughs> then we can move on. <laughs> you like apples? <laughs> no, I just wanted to uh, make it. You know. No, I appreciate short, that. Short and sweet. Okay. Um, number fours. Do you have? Well, do you have anything else to say about it? Um, I just wanted to say, like, I didn't really play Kirby Adventure as a kid. Mm-hmm. I played um, Kirby's Dream Land 1 and 2. The on, Game Boy ones? On Game Boy. Yeah. Like those, that are, was, those were good ones. They were awesome games. They were my only real experience with Kirby as a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, he was in both of them. And I Kirby? Just, uh, no, the boss. Oh, Whispering Woods, <laughs> king yeah. of the trees or whatever? <laughs> right. King of the forest. Oh, please. It's not as bad as um, Matt's acronym for <laughs> GLaDOS. So. That was not great. as bad or not as good. Cause my, that uh, my, I, I have two experiences with Kirby. One, playing the video game as a child. And then uh, two, when I was adult and sucked into trying to sell Kirby vacuums. <laughs> <laughs> Sucked into selling Kirby vacuums. Oh my Holy god! Holy cow! No, yeah. no much those vacuums cost. Yikes. They're like eighteen hundred dollars. Are they really? Yeah. You wow. know what you do? This is what you do. You they they set up the appointments for you, and what they do is they just offer people a free rug cleaning. So you would have to go in, clean their rug, and then try to sell them the machine you just clean their rug with for free. And and obviously no one takes it ever. Of course, they're just like, yeah, you can you can clean. My you rug. can just come back in a month. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's no way it's eighteen hundred dollars. It's I might even be more than that. Yeah. How curb, is it so expensive? It has, really expensive? it has a belt sander attachment to it. It's like <laughs> an over engineered. It's just like a motor. It's all it is. They sell a motor that happens to be mounted to a vacuum cleaner that you can attach almost fucking anything to it. Did Did you mean to say that you got suckered into doing that? Like, were you making like a Kirby joke by saying suck? Uh, yeah, I did that on purpose. That was uh, straight God, from he's the, a comic genius. Straight guy. from wow. the dome. Yeah. It's all those improv classes I've been taking. Yeah, was uh, yeah. Off. yeah we know they've been paying off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, spill it, Matt. All right, my number four is, um, and this was a hard, like I said, this list was the hardest one for me, so the, this person might be on your, your list and maybe higher, but my number four is uh, Ganondorf from... Wow, the Legend of Zelda. Okay, um, he was one of the pe- people I picked based on um, his overall part in the franchise storyline of yeah. Zelda. Um, he, one thing I, I was like doing some research, and one thing that somebody pointed out in some article was like, in in the early days, or just in Nintendo in general, a lot of like their characters are pretty, you know, not kid friendly, but they're pretty cartoony. But Ganondorf is 
pretty legitimately frightening. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, have, I mean, I'm, I mean, I know you've played the Zelda games, but in Twilight Princess, he's like actually terrifying. Right. Yeah. And that was like one of the only. Uh, Can you describe what he looks like? Uh, yeah, he's. Well, you know, he's it takes on many different forms, but right. He, but he, he's uh, his color scheme is very dark. He's got like a gray skin, like a dark gray skin. His <laughs> hair is like fiery red. Um, really long nose and like uh, yeah, like a straight teeth and, that he's, and he's got like a <laughs> square jaw he wrote <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm describing him you told me Bed, to describe bedroom eyes <laughs> he uh he wears a lot of he wears a lot of black he, he almost wears like an outfit that like the Undertaker would wear like Wrestlemania 19 which is awesome <laughs> he's also got like this really long cape that um yeah I guess doesn't sound so cool <laughs> but no I mean if, if you know what we're talking about how do you not know what Ganondorf looks like I uh didn't grow up playing those games oh that's I mean whatever some people didn't no, they're no. fools, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> it's not one of those. There's things no I time like about. now. They're yeah. they're um, they're they hold up so well still. All of they them. really do, especially like the the whole storyline continuity of the whole franchise is awesome. I think. Yeah, I mean, well, people still get very excited over those games. Yeah, yeah, they're I, incredible. I know, I know, they're. I'm well aware they're important games. Right. I just I don't know my my Zelda history really. And one thing I I want to just bring up, and it's not really Ganon centric, but uh. Does anybody remember that fake movie trailer that came out a oh couple my God. years ago? The IGN one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was awesome. How did that not spur? Why isn't that not a movie yet? I I honestly like I I'm pretty like open minded when it comes to turning things into things. <laughs> you know, like when they adapt books or they adapt video games into movies. I'm always like, oh well, I don't know. Maybe there's going to be something good there. I uh, really don't think the Zelda franchise would fit well in that universe. I mean, you'd have to have a main the main character of the game. Uh, the main character of the movie and the game not say a word. Like Link doesn't talk, so right. he does in the cartoon, though. Yeah, and what a mistake that was. Although <laughs> honestly, like go back and rewatch that cartoon. The action in it is really good. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, I'm sure that cartoon was so low budget. I'm sure it was too. But uh, the uh, whatever, take my word for it. <laughs> but you know what? All right, I trust you. Thinking about that. <laughs> thinking about I've that. I sold it really hard. So I would. I would. You know what? I would think that'd be kind of interesting for the main character to never say a word and have all the stuff happening around him. I think that might be kind of cool. Like real big action scenes and like you're just always rooting for him, but he just doesn't say a fucking word. Why don't we talk just a tiny bit about Ganon? Oh, fuck him. Or Ganondorf, <laughs> I guess, right? <laughs> the, it was just an excuse for you to talk about I just the Zelda movie that you want to right. exist. Uh, no, but um, my favorite, back to Ganon, my favorite um, version of Ganon or anything was from the Ocarina of Time. In that opening scene, when he comes strolling up on like the horse of death, and it's just like, this is fucking nightmarish, <laughs> and like it just kind of like his his I don't I hate to use this word, but like his epicness of him in the beginning of that game, um, after playing it, really kind of sets the tone for how that entire game is played out. Yeah, as far as how big it is and how you know just of an actual adventure it is to get to him, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like that's a, a really uh, almost an uncommon thing nowadays for to encapsulate such like a, a big storyline and idea into one character. Like the end of the ending character to a game like that has to be as um, big, big as, as he the is. adventure. Right. Yeah. Sure. And he he does that. That character does it very well. I think. Cool. So that's my number four. Nice. Uh, I think I'm going to move straight into my number four because I think it's going to continue the conversation. My number four is from Skyward Sword, Demise. Oh, 
which I don't know if you've if you've played Skyward Sword. I'm basically only talking to Matt here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a coffee break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if you played Skyward Sword, demise is what Ganon becomes. Oh, I actually haven't played it yet. So yeah, Skyward Sword is like is like the first in the Zelda franchise, and um, so Skyward Sword. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mention that Skyward Sword is a Zelda game, <laughs> but um, it's the first. I, I did the, know that. Yeah, it's supposed to be the first. It tells. So us it's like a prequel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it, the that. whole game you're trying to keep this evil from rising again, and uh, and you like ha- everybody in the world had to live above the world because <clears throat> excuse me because something evil destroyed the world beneath, which is which is uh, Hyrule. So you live like in the sky and like oh. a floating island because Hyrule has been destroyed by this thing demise. And uh, anyway, obviously he gets released again, and uh, Link has to stop him. The final battle with Demise is so incredible. He's just like, in Skyward Sword, there's like one-to-one sword play. So like when you swing the Wii Remote, it moves like an actual sword. And you actually like physically have to fight him like he was like a sword, I don't know, fencing champion or something. A swordsmith. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's just really, really intense. And he is incredible. Why do you like him better than his original? Because he basically is Ganon. He he's like the beginning stages of Ganon, mm-hmm. except he seems a little bit more evil. He, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. He's just got like this. His he- his hair is like on fire. He's, <laughs> he's gigantic. Wait a minute. He, he grabs like lightning out of the sky and throws it at you and stuff. Wait a minute. So it's a prequel, but it's what Ganon becomes. Yeah, they don't really like explain it, but <laughs> but basically, like he's the he's like evil, and Ganon ends up being being like tormented by that or something shouldn't it be the opposite way around where it's demise becomes ganon yeah i guess we're getting word from our engineer that that is correct oh demise becomes ganon yeah sorry i i I meant to say say that i guess that's a clearer way of saying that though well that's the opposite are you are you do you need (laughs) a drink are you feeling all right (laughs) i think i'm gonna pass out (laughs) but anyway so yeah i mean we don't have to talk too much more about it but that's my that's my number three cool dooley I mean, four. Yeah. All right, so my number four is from this game called The Legend of Zelda, and it's <laughs> Ganondorf. <laughs> Ganondorf. Uh, okay, no, but seriously, my number four is Donkey Kong. Ooh. <laughs> what, a, what a way to, like, bring the, bring it back up. <laughs> Kirby and Donkey Kong are so lighthearted. Um, yeah, Donkey Kong was obviously originally a boss in Donkey Kong. He yeah. is the, um, the protagonist where Mario is the character of that game. Everyone in the world knows that. Right. Um, my experience as a kid was actually playing the Game Boy Donkey Kong. Have you guys ever played this all game? All you had was a Game Boy, right? <laughs> um, I had a Nintendo, but we all know that story, so I'm not going right. to get into it. <clears throat> um, but the Game Boy Donkey Kong is completely different. So it starts off, it looks just like Donkey Kong, the first like few levels. And um, once you complete them, it goes into this like giant adventure. And it went on to inspire those um, those games that are like... Um, Donkey you, Kong Country? Not Donkey Kong Country, but you're Mario and you have to find a key. They're like for the DS. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think... Okay. Oh, um, March of the Minis exactly. or something? Exactly. Is exactly. that the one that you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mario versus Donkey Kong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So um, this game went on to like inspire the, those games, so it's pretty much like that. So I always thought Donkey Kong was like that game. Or was that game. Yeah. And I remember going to an arcade and playing Donkey Kong for real, and it was the hardest fucking game I ever played in my whole life. It's so hard, yeah. That game's, that game's actually a lot of fun. It's have so you, much fun. Have you ever seen it's the impossible. documentary? 
Yeah, like Ken's wrong. That's Ken. what I wanted to talk about next. Nice. You guys have all seen that? I yeah, have yeah. not. I actually have not. I know about oh. it. I just haven't watched it. It's incredible. Yeah, they really make it interesting. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Yeah, go ahead. The King of Kong. If if you guys, the listeners, if you haven't seen this documentary, you need to watch it. It's about how cutthroat um, classic video game high scores can be. Um, to sum it up, this guy named Steve Wiebe, he uh, goes for the Donkey Kong World High Score, and he gets it. And he submits it to this um, place that holds all of the high scores. Now, this dude, um, Billy... Mitchell. Billy Mitchell. Holds, Who's an actual holds, villain. He's an actual <laughs> villain. He <laughs> holds the high score, and they're all like defending him. They're like, that high score doesn't count. You you can't be Billy's score. And like he submitted it on a videotape, and like, we don't take videotape submissions. You have to do it in a live setting. Yeah, you know what's embarrassing about the videotape is when he got the high score, you can hear his kid in the, in the background yelling, Daddy, come wipe my butt. <laughs> he's like, wipe me. <laughs> wipe my butt. Wipe my poopy. And he's like, uh, can you hold on, bud? <laughs> can you hold like, on? I'm breaking the, the world, world record. record. <laughs> this kid's getting a rash from the shit on his ass. So Ooh, that rhymes. He goes, <laughs> he goes to a live setting, gets the high score again, and then Billy Mitchell just sends in a tape of him supposedly beating the high score, and they're like, well, fair is fair, and they accept his high score. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm bullshit hearing the story. It's cutthroat. And the way this guy Billy is in the movie, like, I don't know if it was edited in a certain way to portray him in a bad light. Even if that's the case, he is such a villain. <laughs> it's incredible. So your number four is... My number four is the King Billy of Kong. Mitchell. <laughs> My number four boss is Billy Mitchell <laughs> from the King of Kong. <laughs> Sounds like a dick. Um, but I did. That was just a side note I wanted to talk about. Um, but uh, yeah, Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong has become like a hero in the Nintendo he's, world. He's a hero now, but yeah. it's so funny that he started as a, as a boss. Yeah, he really was. Yeah, um, that's in, actually one of my honorable mentions was Donkey Kong. In um, well, that spoils that. <laughs> sorry. In Donkey Kong Junior. Side note: the villain is Mario. Yeah, that frigging that? animal bastard. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that animal <laughs> bastard. Yeah, I'm off today. Da, da, da. <laughs> All right. But yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. Number number four, number, do number three. All right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it well. All right, so my number three, um, a lot of villains from, a lot of boss battles from this game um, made it to my list, but I only picked one. And the one I picked is, uh, it's Mr. Freeze from uh, Arkham City. Okay. If anybody okay. played that game. No. Uh, no, I haven't played those games, and I don't know why. I love Batman. You're a fool, yeah. to not play them yet. I like, I know, but, games, but I'm those, fine. The, no, you're staring right at Dooley when you when he said that for yeah, the but, listeners. You're though. a fool, Dooley. If Br- you've never heard of this game, Brian, you're welcome to not play this game. <laughs> right, it's like, it's like uh, how King of Kong works. You know, he sends in the tape. It's all right for him, but <laughs> you're a jerk. But um, those games are as good as advertised. They are so well made. It's insane. But are they like strictly for Batman fans, or do you no. think anybody could like it? Yeah, you no, you could anybody could like it. Well, no, I played Arkham Asylum. I didn't beat it. But the The gameplay is phenomenal. Right. The combat is so smooth. Yeah, the, just the world that you're in is so interactive and so good. You you you. What makes Mister Freeze the best part of it? Yeah, man. Okay, so Mister Freeze during the battle for Mister Freeze, um, you, at first you have to go out and help Mister Freeze. Um, for something else, and then you do what he asks, and you get him a, a piece of equipment, and he turns on you. Um, and I the didn't cool th- see that coming. And the cool, I know who would spoiler trust. for that. <laughs> the cool thing about Mister Freeze's battle is that he, you have to hit him a, a, like a number of times, five times, and you and you kind of set up these different traps because like throughout the game, like you have like these uh, like uh, plastic explosive, and you can set it on certain walls and detonate it when he's like near it, and like the wall will fall on him. 
Um, but everything you do to him, you can only do one time. So once you like detonate a wall on him, that won't work anymore. So you can't do it. So you have to come up with a new way to injure him. And there's like the whole room's filled with different ways to do it, but you can only do one one time. Um, so if like there's an easy way to do it, there there isn't because you can only do it once. And you have to do it. <laughs> so um, that's what I, that's what I like so much about. If there's an easier way to do it, uh, well, you can't. <laughs> no, you what have to I, do what, it the hard way. <laughs> no, what I mean by that is like, oh, I'll just you know. Oh, detonating a wall hurts him. I'll do that every time. You can't. Yeah, I mean that's how most like villains are in games. Is like you can just repeat it, just repeat one the action over and, over and over again. Yeah. Right. The rule of three, like you hit them three times and then like they transform into a different state. Then you yeah. can do it a different. Right. Way. That is not the case with the Mister Freeze battle. Um. So I thought that was super cool. Um. <laughs> get it, Mister Freeze? Super cool. I'm oh, on a roll. Oh, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> but um. I just thought that was so uh, innovative, and it was a lot. The whole level is a lot of fun because you do a lot of like stealthy stuff. The, whole, the way the game is is like you go up in the rafters and you hide in the shadows, and it's a very stealthy game, but it's very fast paced. It's not like um, it's like not like a Metal Gear Solid where you know, or like a, a Rainbow Six or something. Right, it's like you're in and you have to move around pretty fast in a stealthy way. You don't have time to like sit there and wait and mm-hmm. wait and wait and be like, all right, now I'm gonna go. It's like I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, and it's just constantly you have to constantly be moving around. But that that one battle, um, I just thought was super fun. Is that like in the beginning beginning of the game? Middle? No, it's in, it's in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you have to do the other things for him in the storyline to get him uh, a piece of equipment or something like that. And so you have to do all that other stuff with all the other villains. So can we put in some Mister Freeze quotes into this from uh, Batman and Robin? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll, I'll just start off the episode with those. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! Please don't. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that that was my number three, Mr. Freeze from Arkham City. Cool. Okay, so my number three, if you guys are ready. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> my number three is from Resident Evil. It's the Tyrant or the oh. Nemesis. Do you, I... get, you guys play Resident Evil? No. Okay, well, is it the Tyrant or is it the Nemesis? Well, the uh, the Tyrant becomes the Nemesis. I'm gonna get screwed over for this too. Like I, when I said that <laughs> that Ganon becomes demise or demise becomes Ganon. I meant, uh, and I meant it the other way around. But, but there, there are tyrants in number two, and like Nemesis is only in number three. That's right. Okay, so you're a big Resident Evil fan. I am. Okay, so then ma- correct me. So what's it gonna be? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just referring to Wikipedia here, where the Nemesis is a, is a uh, strain of the. I mean, the tyrant is a strain of the Nemesis. Nope, other way around. Oh other my around. God, what's yeah. wrong with me? <laughs> I think you're dyslexic. <laughs> Wait. So what's so, so are you picking just a tyrant? Okay, let's go with tyrant then. Okay, okay, and I'll, okay. I'll keep it restrained because the, I'm not trying to be nitpicky. No. I just want to know if you and I share anything in common. Oh, oh, okay. Apparently not. Maybe <laughs> maybe I'll go with tyrant then. <laughs> okay, okay. So the the reason why I picked the tyrant, and now I have to just refer to only my notes on Resident <laughs> Evil One. <laughs> no, no, do what you're gonna do. Oh, uh, so uh, with with the tyrant, he's like uh, Wesker from Resident Evil. Uh, like releases him at the end, and he was basically like the 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 all the work of the scientists. Can you help me with this? Yeah, no, you're you're right. I'm, I'm doing fine. Okay, yeah. so uh, he's like all the work of the scientists that have been you know the basically created all those zombies in Resident Evil because you guys know Resident Evil's a zombie game, right? Yeah, I know that. I never re- I never really liked it. Oh, really? You don't like the game, or you never played it? No, I've I've played it. I wasn't super 
into it. I could see the appeal. I know, I know, I can see why people like it, but I just, I don't know. I just never got into it. See, I would have thought you would have liked it because you like scary stuff. I do, I do, I really do. But um, I don't know. I just the maybe I just tried to get into it in the wrong mindset in the wrong time, and it just I ruined how, it I for mean, myself. How, how old were you? Um, I remember playing it uh, earliest. I think I played a. It was on GameCube. I think it was Code Veronica. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think Tyrant's in that though, right? Um. No. No. Yeah. So anyway, it um, it's just this like really. How scary... do you not like those games? I really hate the movies. So I, that has uh... nothing to do with it. <laughs> I know, but it turns movies. Oh, you're despicable. Yeah. The movies have nothing to do with the games. Well, barely anything. But anyway, so the tyrant is just like this really sc- a creepy guy. He's like a he's like a man, but he's got like long arms and sharp claws, and uh, and he like attacks you in, oh. in a warehouse, and it's just really scary. It's and, so in scary. A, uh, in a lab, not a warehouse, right? In a lab. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? One thing I really okay. I can I can give you a reason why I don't like it. Yeah, let's hear it. I I don't like anything zombie related that has to do. Well, not that I don't, but I. It's harder for me to like it if it's uh if it's based off of a virus. And then the virus can affect other things. Like there's monsters and stuff in that game, right? Like other. So do you not like any zombie ever? No, yeah, I, I do, but just. I feel like you have to get game. over like the infected versus the like Walking Dead. Yeah. Like I the can't. dead that are like walking or people that get infected. I mean, it all ends up being very similar. It does, but like it, like I said, that the it Resident just has Evil nothing games to do with the game. The Resident Evil games have like monsters in it, and it's like all based off of like a science lab creation thing. And I just I I'm not interested. I, yeah, I love that. I don't know. I love that. Night, Night of the Living Dead is my favorite zombie movie. Cause yeah, but that's a virus. Night of the Living Dead? 100%. There's no, no I, explanation I, I, in the Night of the Living Dead. They don't Dead. give you an explanation. They do in the sequel. For uh, oh, uh, Well, I mean, if I said Return of the Night of the Living Dead, you could you could give me that argument. That's that's not the sequel to No, Night those are Dead. like parodies. Right. I'm, well, whatever. <laughs> so Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Right. But no, those, Night of those Living are the sequels. Dead, I, uh, that one I like because there is no explanation to it. So did the sequels ruin the first one for you when they do provide an explanation? I don't like it as much. Wow. Hmm. Anyway, that, the is so, tyrant, that is just so nitpicky. Can I just say that the tyrant is really cool and I like him a lot? Shut up, BWK. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, he's he's the final boss, and you shoot him with a bazooka. So, oh no, that's in the second one. Oh God, Dilly, I didn't know you were going to be <laughs> such a such a pro about this. No, it's fine. Oh, I can't believe I want to sell you on this game so bad. No, I, I I'm sure it's I'm sure the game is good and everything like that. And I am being nitpicky as far as the storyline goes. It's just I, I don't know. I mean. I, I do like it and I don't like it. I just never played the games and never got into it. I can't say I'm a All fan right. of it. And go fucking leave me alone, will you? <laughs> just come over. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay, I'm going to strap you to my bed. Whoa. <laughs> I hope BWK doesn't win now because he's going to use that in the story. <laughs> don't worry, they won't win. <laughs> um. So is that, uh, is that all you want to say? Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Just I'm on. so sorry. I totally hijacked it. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's super fine, actually. All right, go ahead, Dooley. All right. My number three is Bowser <laughs> from uh, Mario. <laughs> oh, okay. I love that uh, all of yours have been Nintendo characters so far. Those are those are some of the best bosses. Um, Bowser, I like... That was probably my first experience with any boss ever, um, fighting Bowser. Uh, you guys probably have the same... Probably have the same experience. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um my first but, uh, uh, boss fight was at Blockbuster. <laughs> when you actually fought your boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Bowser, also known as King Koopa, or the King of the Koopas. I <laughs> You you really love those royal lines, huh? <laughs> I, know. I think I only love royalty bosses. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, number one is King James the <laughs> Third. 
<laughs> from Mario teaches typing. Um, all right, so I like that's a weird connection <laughs> of two things. King James the Third is in Mario <laughs> teaches typing. Yeah, he's a bonus boss. <laughs> so like, I remember being so fucking excited in Super Mario sixty four when you would you would know you're fighting Bowser because you would unlock a Bowser door. Yeah, and I just remember being able to unlock a Bowser bo- door and being so like excited and kind of nervous because it was like a little scary and those fights were always so cool too we had to like grab his tail and throw him off the side yeah that was yeah. fun yeah um i don't know do you guys i feel like you got do you guys no, have i mean obviously he's a, a staple in video games so. yeah he's a hell of a choice yeah good choice there friend okay is that it yes all right <laughs> <laughs> right gee all right so my number two um yeah so my number two is i'm just gonna jump right into it it's uh, it's Shredder from Ninja Turtles Four, uh, Turtles in Time. That's a great pick. Yeah, that was probably the first time I had a, I I was like, shocked and amazed as to how the battle went. If you do you remember this yeah. battle at all? Well, kind of. When it, when I was little, we got this game for Christmas, and my my brothers beat it in one playthrough. And then they didn't want to play it again, <laughs> so I was just like standing there, being like, "What can I play?" That game is no, so fun. So, so that that <laughs> boss battle is um you well there's two sections to it. There's the first one, the the first time you f- face him, and then immediately the second time. So the first time it's from uh, Shredder's point of view, and you have to throw the uh, foot soldiers at him mm-hmm. at the screen. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so fucking fun. Yeah, that was super unique. Right. That, yeah, it was like one of the first times you could you could uh, do that. And I just remember like always having to have Donatello because he had the length of the bow staff, and he was the easiest to throw him at Shredder with. Um, but I mean, obviously from episode two shows we grew up on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was on my yeah. high list. So was your, wasn't that your number one? I think it, uh, yeah, I think it was my number one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously that would, uh, it correlates to my video game. All that shit happened at the same time in my life. So, um, go, you know, turtle power. <laughs> Did anybody else have any experience with this game? I know that, uh, the music to sewer surfing is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Put that behind us. Yeah, please. Sewer surfing. Right now. We, we oh, give well. him so much work to do. Like, <laughs> Where's he going to find the music to make sewer my, surfing? Make my voice deeper. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no, that uh, game's awesome. That game is a, is it a port? I think it's a port from one of the Ninja Turtle arcade games. I think it is. I'm almost positive. For some reason, I've, I always thought that the arcade game was a lot harder than the console one. That's probably Pro- true. Probably. Well, there's more than one arcade game. Um, there's it, a- it was, I think, Ninja Turtles 3. Maybe was the port for, and it was like Ninja Turtles two, Turtles in Time. Right. Well, Ninja Turtles. If you know, post it on our Facebook Jesus. exactly what the history is of uh, the Ninja Turtles arcade games. I will. Um, but I, I do know that somehow it kind of got like mixed up because there was like the arcade game, and then there was a separate like NES game. So Ninja Turtles two for the Super Nintendo was like the first arcade game. So like it, it got screwed up. Um, but yeah. All right. Um, so that was my, uh, number two. BWK, you want to give us, uh, your, uh, your number two? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Keep going while I get the cat out of the room. Okay. BWK. I thought, I thought you were going to pause it while we got the cat out of the room. <laughs> uh, so I, what a dumb block of dead air. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, my number two is, oh my God, I can't believe we're already on twos. Um, uh, this is going to be a little. I feel like I hope people get this anyway. Um, it's from Bioshock, and ah. it's Sandra Cohen. 
Sander Great. Cohen. I didn't even think of that. Did you play Bioshock? Yeah. Awesome. Matt? I did not. You didn't? Oh, okay. I've, I've only heard good things, though, so. So do you remember Sander Cohen? Yeah. He's the guy who ran, like, the uh, theater district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was <laughs> twisted, wasn't he? Yeah, and then. It sounds like a real person. D- did you play it? I played it on Xbox. You probably, I don't know how PlayStation 3 works, but, you know, on Xbox you can get achievements. Yep. If you take a photo of him, mm-hmm. it gives you an achievement, like irony, an irony achievement. Oh, uh, no, I didn't know that. A photo in the game? Yeah. Is that like one of the aspects of the game is taking pictures? No. Then how do you take a picture? Well, I mean, you it? can. You get a camera early on and you can take pictures to like level up your equipment or whatever. But it's not like a... It's not part of the game. Well, right. I mean, I guess it is Are part of Are you sure of you're game. not playing uh, Pokemon Snap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sander Cohen from Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I love that part when you take a picture of Pikachu. But the thing about Sander Cohen, let me just kind of jump into it, is that he like runs the theater district in Bioshock. Uh, in Rapture, excuse me, and the uh, Rapture completely falls, and everyone goes insane because of like gen- genetic um, alterations that they've been making to their bodies, and it makes everybody like actually lose their mind. Um, and uh, anyway, so he loses his mind, and he's obsessed with theater, so he kills people in like really theatrical ways, and he turns them into like plaster like sculptures. Really, and he Is put. He- is he a boss, or is that the premise of the game? No, no, this is just one level in the game. Oh, that's there's really all cool. kinds of like really demented people down there, and he's one of them. Um, he also has this one guy who's playing piano, and he and the guy is just pleading for him to let him stop playing piano. Do you remember this? Yeah. Cool. He's like, please let me stop, please, please. And the piano is like rigged up with dynamite, dynamite, and he's like, don't miss the key. <laughs> and like you, you like do like a little sequence while this guy is like begging for his life in the background, and then Sandra Cohen blows him up because he he hits the wrong key. And, well, uh, shouldn't have fucking played the wrong key. <laughs> yeah, and then he like he just keeps doing like you know, all this really gross stuff. There's this horrible, horrible audio file that you find and you can play. And he reads a poem about a bunny. Did you did you find this? I don't know. He's like it's it's about like he how he wishes he could rip the ears off of a bunny. Ooh. And it's just him like losing his mind. And he's I'm I'll send you the clip and you could in- interject it right. Yeah, sure. Now, right <laughs> here. <laughs> The Wild Bunny by Sander Cohen. I want to take the ears off, but I can't. I hop, and when I hop, I never get off the ground. It's my curse, my eternal curse. I want to take the ears off, but I can't. It's my curse. It's my fucking curse. I want to take the ears off. Please, take them off. Please. And we're back. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> Please don't edit that at all. That was probably like <laughs> 45 minutes of my time. <laughs> but anyway, it's wicked scary, and um, Sander Cohen is is a hell of a boss. He's also like really hard when you finally do end up fighting him. He has like the power to like teleport, kind of, and he like teleports around, and he's like really hard to get a hold of. Uh, those Bioshock games are incredible. They're so good. All all three of them are awesome. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Do- Sander, Co- Sander Cohen. All right. Um, this one might be a little obscure. I don't know if you guys will know what I'm talking about. Oh, jeez, um, I'm sure it's not. If, um, it, if it has anything to do with your other picks, I'm sure it's very, uh, very noted. Uh, yeah, I know. I've, I've picked. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you'll know most, what this like, is. Iconic guys. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Wario? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is Neff from Altered Beast. Oh, you son of a bitch! Oh my god, that's so funny. I was looking at a list of like the fifty greatest like bosses of all time, and Neff was, was he on, on there? there. Yeah, he was. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, this game is awesome. So I'm, you're familiar with this game. Yeah. If we ever do the... Uh, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say we ever do the Sega. Uh, top 5 Sega. Altered Beast is one of my... Five. Yeah. It's it's incredible. I love um, that. Rise from your grave. Oh my then, god. I still say that to this day when I'm trying to get somebody out of bed. So in case, <laughs> in case you're not from... <laughs> that's actually awesome. <laughs> um, so if you're not familiar with this game, basically what it is, it takes place in like greek times it's like a greek mythology game but like you're summoned from the grave by zeus and you're just like a regular man and you start fighting zombies and like these like i don't know demons and stuff and then some of them give you like a power up and when you get it he goes power up and then (laughs) he gets a little stronger then you keep fighting and then you get another power up and he gets a little stronger and then on the third power up this is neth uh, no, no, this, this is, is the, the main character. Oh, I was like, why would you want to power up the the villain? No, no, I'm just explaining the plot of the game if anyone hasn't heard of it. Because it's, like, people know the game, but I don't think it's, like, super popular. I think it's more popular than I thought it was. I really? think it, I think it is a very popular, yeah. Anyways, on your third power up, you turn into some sort of, like, monster. So in the first one, you turn into a werewolf. And you, like, basically have these turbo powers. And you can just, like, destroy everything in your path. And then it's time to fight Neff, who is like this like warlock. And then he goes, welcome to your doom. Oh my God, welcome to your doom. That and then <laughs> turns into a terrifying monster. That He's got like his head in his chest or something, right? Uh, or he th- throws his head at you or something. I can't remember. Something yeah, he like throws head. like faces at you faces, in the first yeah. level. Yeah. It's really kind of scary. And then in every level, that's like the structure of each level. And I think there's only five levels. It was. Uh, I played it for Sega, but it was a port from a ar- from an arcade game. Um, but yeah, that's that boss is killer. I love Oof. that game. That welcome to your doom thing was uh, my n- uh, text message notification for a while. <laughs> so every once in a while, I'd be sitting there and I'll hear it's welcome to your doom. And would it be like <laughs> your mom just being like, mm-hmm. "Bring home milk"? <laughs> <laughs> Why is she yelling at me? <laughs> she needs that milk. <laughs> But so yeah, um, I'm so glad you guys know that game. Yeah, I really like that game. Yeah, it's uh, it's really good. That was one of one of the first games I've ever gotten for Sega. Good pick. I can't believe we're on number one. This is such a listenable podcast. <laughs> so far, yeah. Let's let's keep it, let's keep it moving. All right. So uh, number one in in the in the sense that like uh, it's not too long. <laughs> yeah, in the sense that it's not horrible. Yeah. Well, we keep like making these podcasts be like. Three hours and nine yeah. minutes. You know, if like, you watch Titanic twice, that's the length of one of <laughs> our podcasts. I know. People listen to it, so yeah, I know. And thank you guys yeah, for sticking with so it. Thanks so much. Yeah, um, we got actually. I'll just take a pause right here to uh, thank some of the listeners uh, on our Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/top5adept. Um, feel free to start posting your suggestions. Uh, some of you have been, and they are awesome they yeah. are so much better than some of the ideas we come up with i know i i love a lot of them yeah yeah and we're going to we are going to do a lot of the ones suggested uh in the coming weeks so definitely listen to it and um send us more if we like one so much you know who knows we might bump it up till you know the week after next or something like that but we will uh we will credit you with the um bwk opening his uh the podcast is brought to you by what is that mountain dew no, no one can like even say it zenvia what the hell are you drinking it's just ginger ale <laughs> right anyways like i was saying so uh yeah i mean we'll, we'll we'll credit you you know we'll give you a little shout out for giving us a suggestion but um so yeah top five of death um can i just quickly Facebook. interject for a second <laughs> Matt warned me not to set up my microphone the way that I set up my mo- <laughs> microphone today because he said it's going to keep sliding out from underneath you and uh, or, or away from you. 
and I didn't believe him, but it just <laughs> keeps sliding away from me. <laughs> and he can't fix it. I like, can't fix it. It's, it's much too late now. He, he's he's drunk over. over here drinking a Zima out of a can. <laughs> it's a Sven, Svenaya. Svenaya. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, anyway. So, yeah. So, Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death. Please add us and comment. Comment more. Get into more discussions with us. Uh, I think those are so fun. Um, but anyway, so moving on to our number ones. My number one is... Uh-oh. It's, it's Bowser. Aw, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I was, so, I was so like convinced. I felt like a jerk during that one because you guys are both kind of like... yeah. Well, I wanted to save all my talking points for me. No, that was really good. I'm glad you did that. I'm going to kill the cat, by the way. <laughs> um, he just wants to be in the podcast. He's a piece of shit. Um, no, he's so sweet. Look at how sweet he is. Uh, yeah. Rock, Rock City the cat is... Um, the cat that is in the picture on our Facebook. Now I feel like I can talk about Bowser. Right. This well, is good. <laughs> now you can. Um, so I picked Bowser because he's obviously such a, uh, like I said, he's a video game uh, villain staple. In every one of his, um, every one of his levels are the best levels in the game. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like the boss battle you were talking about from uh, from Mario 64 is super fun. We already mentioned that one. One of the other ones that, um, actually, the, the whole level from uh, Mario 3, which was on our top five Nintendo games, which mm-hmm. we all picked as our number one. And that hasn't happened since. No, it hasn't. And that was our first episode. That was so bizarre. Um, but that whole level with the uh, the ships and the lava and just the way it looks and it's dark and it's fucking awesome. I love I love Bowser as a character, except um, in Super Smash Brothers because he's fucking terrible. He's too heavy. He's too heavy. And that also goes for <laughs> uh, Mario Kart. So you don't like him in Mario Kart or anything? No, either? he's slow. You don't pick him. If you want to win, yeah, you don't no pick one picks him. Bowser. But here's the that. thing: if you are Bowser, which I'm not, I'm Toad. Come on, get real. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you, but Toad. if you pick Bowser, um, you basically like can't be bounced off the side of the of the thing. Like, right, which if is you're great. Toad, you're bounced everywhere. Oh yeah, but you're a pinball, pinball, ping pong pool. pool. <laughs> oh, well, that's, oh god, that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, except uh, if you're Bowser in that game, it doesn't matter if you can't be bounced off anything because you can't catch up in it to anyone. You're always lagging behind. There's going to be some balance there. I'm so sure far, ba- Bowser sounds like he sucks. No, he's great, <laughs> except for those two games. But um, What about Mario Tennis? I don't mind him in Mario Tennis. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Uh, what uh, can be said about Bowser? He's the world's most iconic super, uh, video game villain of all right. time. The, oh, uh, except they fucking... R- I know this movie is bad, but the Mario Brothers movie... Oh my God, he is a. F- he's not even, count. even what Dennis Hopper he's as not Bowser. Even a fucking <laughs> dragon! It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. That's probably in the w- end. He turns into something. He it turns into like a lizard. or yeah, something. Yeah, which is still yeah. not Bowser. That movie is an anomaly. Oh, it's that fucking terrible. That movie is so bizarre. That's probably why they're not making the Zelda movie. Yeah, Nintendo, uh, honestly, Nintendo said they would never Nintendo make a movie again. Nintendo said right? that they like they basically like that was a disaster. We don't consider it part of like our world, right? But you know what they said uh, a couple of years ago? They announced a movie division in within Nintendo to to um, come up with like original content. They made a Kirby TV show. They made um, a Kid Icarus 3D show for the um, 3DS. Hmm. Um, but they also kicked around the idea of creating a um, Metroid movie. Oh, that would be cool. I too. feel like a Metroid movie is totally doable, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember you said that you felt that game was super cinematic, and you're like, if you play it now, it's not cinematic. <laughs> yeah, but if, maybe if they made the movie, right? Yeah. Uh, but I remember when they were kicking around, this is so long ago, kicking around ideas for who should play Samus in the Metroid movie. 
uh, they <laughs> were landing on Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually don't have a super big problem with, but I know everybody hates Michelle Rodriguez. So. Really? It's not just me? I see her in a movie and I get like, Ugh. Yeah, you. that's not just you. Because you're a self-hating Puerto Rican. I really am. I don't have any problem with her. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, I don't. I, I think don't. she's uh, kind of caliente. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, I, I think she's a tad caliente. <laughs> uh, yeah. Adios mio. Am I right? <laughs> You're right, my Spanish-speaking brother. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah. So. Oh, anyway, Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> Bowser's great. Your your number one is Michelle Rodriguez. Right. <laughs> but, um, because she's muy guapo. <laughs> uh, another Bowser-esque thing that I like. Uh, I like uh, I like Bowser in the uh, Mario Bros. cartoon. Good. <laughs> that was it. I just liked him. I'm glad you liked him there. I liked his voice. He was like, he was very raspy, low end. Do like, it. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bowser. There's no way he sounded like that. Sure he did. But <laughs> He um, sounded like Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bowser's my number one. I mean, like you said, what what else is to be said? He's probably the most iconic, you know, video game villain there is. Great. Does that close the book on Bowser? Unless I don't know. You, you, I don't know. You tell one. me. Are you setting me up for failure? No, no. I'm just asking. Are you done talking about Bowser? Yeah, I'm fucking done. BWK. Jesus Christ. Okay. So should I go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Should so. I start talking about Bowser? Because he's. Oh! <laughs> oh, you did set me up, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Can we go back in time, re-record the whole thing, and then I'll just switch, so we all have the same number. I was one. actually kind of disappointed that you, um, that your Bowser came so soon in the list because. Hey, wait a minute. You never had a. Oh wait, wait you haven't gone yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a number one. I'm well aware. <laughs> I have not been able to talk. I was gonna say like you were giving me giving me crap about my uh, you know tyrant versus nemesis debate earlier, yeah. and that I was like, but you didn't even pick a Resident Evil character. But you haven't gone yet, so I'm sure we'll see that in a minute. Yeah, no, maybe. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, Bowser is my number one. I specifically wrote down in my notes here that. I I the best battle that I can remember with Bowser might be the most recent one of the most recent ones anyway, which is from Mario Galaxy Two. Better it, than the sixty four one. Yeah, really. It, it's just so much more comp- complex. There's so so many like elements to it. He runs around like the spherical world, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to like catch up with him and uh, get, grab his tail and throw him, just like in Mar- Super Su- Mario sixty four. Su- yeah, Super Mario sixty four. Um, but he'll like j- try to jump down on you, and he'll smash these like glass things on in the world, and lava will come up out of it, and then you've got to try to get him to jump back on that lava, so he burns himself, and then he turns into like a shell, and he like spins around wicked fast around the world, and then you throw him to like another planet, and uh, there's like all this stuff where you're like upside down fighting him, and then you're like <laughs> getting caught in different like planets' gravities while you're trying to fight ba- Bowser. It's just. And yeah, I know those Galaxy games are great, huh? They're incredible, yeah. And I know, Matt, you hate this word, and I hate it too, because it's so overused, it doesn't even mean anything anymore. But the final battle, uh, Bowser battle in Mario 60, uh, Mario Galaxy 2, why am I talking so fast? I don't need to talk this fast, do I? Slow down. Is is actually epic. It's an epic battle. Well, what other word would you use to s- describe it? I don't if know. You disdain that word so much. I don't know. I wish I had a thesaurus, but... Um, I mean, I, it, th- those are easy to get, right. of course. How about bone crushing? <laughs> brutal with two zeros. Ma- imagine uh. using the word brutal to describe Bowser. I mean, he's like, it's like he's definitely brutal. like a, a bad guy, right? Yeah. But right. but like in in the best possible way. Right. There's have you ever? And I'm sorry, I, 
I'm getting like all impassioned now. But have you guys ever played the Mario RPG games? Oh yeah. Never. You have. With Mallow. You guys answered at the same time, and I think one said <laughs> yes and one said no. I have. Yeah. Matt said Matt said he has, and you. That's the only. Never mm, have. No. It's the only time you ever see uh, Mallow. Yeah. He never appeared in any of the Mario game. Yeah. Well, um, there's a there's one about Bowser, and you like fight inside his stomach the whole time. Ooh. It's it's really funny. Anyway. Weird. Yeah, so maybe we should just move on to the next number one. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Let's see what... Uh, we can keep talking about Bowser because my number one is Nemesis <laughs> from Resident <laughs> Evil. Oh, thank God I switched to Tyrant, huh? <laughs> um, no, I really wanted you to pick Nemesis. Okay, then mine right, was Nemesis. So yeah. <laughs> it's basically both anyway. So. Y'all well, fucked up. Here's the thing. So Nemesis, yeah, he is only in number three, and he is like... A turbo tyrant he like wears this coat and he has a giant gun and he is so fucking scary yeah and he can show up like at any minute too and and the first time you encounter him is outside of the police station you're playing as jill valentine in resident evil 3 and it gives you the option if you want to fight him or run away oh wow and i would sometimes run away because it was so fucking scary like, yeah. he's such a good boss, and I was terrified. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, I don't want to fight him right now. I'll deal with him later. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, like, you'd be walking around in, in the dark, just, like, in the like wherever you were, just walking around, and he'd just, like, bust through a wall, you oh. know, and then he'd just be there, and you'd have to run, run away from him. And he'd, like, chase you through rooms and stuff. Oh, my God. Oh. He's so scary. Yeah, he'd just show up. It's so scary. And uh, what do you always say? He like, stars. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually really <clears throat> <sweet>. Excuse me. Stars. <laughs> stars. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, no, he's uh, he's great. Um, he's it's so scary, and uh, and his like only driving purpose is to kill Stars members, right? That's like his gimmick. Yeah. So the thing his I gimmick. read on uh, Resident Evil Wikipedia, which is like a Wikipedia written specifically for Resident Evil, mm-hmm. not not Wikipedia dot com, but like Resident yeah, Evil dot Wikipedia. Wiki. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which means that it's like even less official than <laughs> Wikipedia, right? But uh, it said that the nemesis absorbed the tyrant to become what he is. is do you know if that's true or not um probably that's why i included them both what a definite the answer <laughs> uh, <laughs> most i mean yeah i'm um, not gonna argue with what are you resident a magic evil dot wiki dot edu <laughs> that's like a magic eight ball answer <laughs> you're like try again your, later <laughs> your chances are good all signs point to yes i can't believe there's a try again later in a, in a um, magic eight ball yeah, sorry that I got so passionate earlier when I was, you know, defending Resident Evil. I just really want everyone to love this game. Well, not Did, me. Didn't you not Ugh. care for number six, though? Oh, no. Oh, whoa. Awful. Excuse me. Uh, really? That's a different conversation for a different day, but I did not like number six at all. See, it looked it looked unbelievably good. It, <laughs> it looked nice, but we've reached a day and age where, like, graphics, like, look amazing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the game's yeah, going to be good. Not yeah. anymore. The, I, think, I think a good killer of that was the Wii. Oh, yeah, good point. Wait, no, go ahead. Uh, well, well, if you think about it, remember, all right, do you remember old Game Pros, um, the magazine, and you would a game would be coming out and it would give you a rating or whatever? One thing I always look, looked for was how high the graphics rating yeah, was. Yeah, I used to be obsessed with graphics. Um, so for a long, yeah, so did I. But now in this day and age, like Dooley said, graphics are, they all look great. They all look great. Yeah. Um, but then, but so that no longer accounts for really much. And then the Wii came along, and obviously the graphics are cheap and they're cartoony or whatever, but the gameplay is so much fun in a right. lot of those oh, games. Oh, thank God. I was worried that you were going to start like 
knocking the Wii. No, no, I'm praising the Wii. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the the Wii. Yeah, like, that's, that, I feel I, like people like people love, love to hate on the Wii, but they're why? they're kind of like wrong too. It, <laughs> it, people dislike the Wii, but they're all like like they're 100 wrong. Their about opinion, that opinion is not <laughs> right. Like I, I have so much faith in Nintendo games being fun now that I could really give a shit what they look like. Nintendo actually like, even said once like we don't care about the story. I mean, think of like the story behind Kirby. It typically in one of the Kirby games, the story is that someone took Kirby's cake. Which is bullshit. I <laughs> would be it. mad too. But that's it. That's the whole story. Like that's all that happens. I never pro- progresses. I don't even know if he gets his cake in the end. I can but, relate like, to that though. How? What? When you went on a killing rampage after someone took your cake? A cake was mine, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but like the so I died too. The stories like never never matter to Nintendo. Right. So they're not worried about making these huge like Last of Us kind of epic games, you know? Like the, you know that game The Last of Us that just came out? Right. Uh, that game is all cinematic spectacle. And there's something like uh, that game's very good, but there's something like almost uh, what's the word I want to honest. I, uh, well, I feel like it's it's less honest. It's almost um, deceptive. Mm-hmm. It like gives you this great cinematic experience, okay, and so then you and then you think you played a great game, right. but you played a mediocre game with a great story. And Nintendo is like, well, let's do the other thing. That's what you're saying. <laughs> oh, that's a really good observation. I yeah, I was referring to like Nintendo games. Mm. But um, anyways, yeah, Nemesis is my number one. <laughs> that was a good combo about Nemesis. Um, um, honorable mentions? Yeah, I will go. Oh, oh, really? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, sure, if you want to. Just because while it's in my brain. Okay. Dr. Robotnik from Sonic. Uh, nice. He, he he was on my, my big list. Dr. Eggman, as he's known today. Right. Yeah. Eggman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he he was great. One Also, like a, coupled with Bowser, my first experience with like a boss. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think mine too. And the music during him in the first one is so good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All, all of his fights were really fun. Yeah. yeah. I wonder why he wanted to, why he had like so many Robot animal, animals. <laughs> animals in like captivity. <laughs> I don't know. He was like a poacher. Yeah, I he guess. He was like a futuristic poacher. <laughs> Those villains. With a... Uh, I, I, what was his mustache based off of Theodore Roosevelt? If you say, yeah, sure. you can look it up. It's Interesting, true. if true. Yeah. <laughs> um, my honorable mention um, is Goro from the first Mortal Kombat. <laughs> wow, Goro, <laughs> nice. Um, he he almost made it, but uh, my big thing with Goro was um, so when that game came out, it was like. I don't want to say you were either or, but back in that day, you kind of were either or Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you were Mortal Kombat all the way, right? Oh, I'm, I was 100% Mortal Kombat, but I remember being afraid of Goro. And whenever <laughs> I like, I remember the first time I like got up to him, and I was like legitimately frightened. And I was like, <gasps> and like I couldn't beat him for the longest time. And I was, I'm, to this day, I will fucking beat somebody's ass in Mortal Kombat 1 or 2. Um, but Goro just scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Even afterwards, like... Was shit. he supposed to be scary? I, I, I don't well, know. Well, he's a, kind of a monster. Yeah, to, to my age group, I was only like... How old was I when that game came out? I just I was probably nine. Yeah. Um, but one, Mortal Kombat, one memory I have of the game in general was... Uh, I remember my dad would take me to I actually arcades. love this story. Oh, have I told you this before? Yeah. My dad would take me to arcades and fund my playing of Mortal Kombat because I was so good at it that I would just run a machine. And it was such a popular game. That was when arcades were still kind of popular. And there would be, like, lines of people to play. And I would just sit on the game for, like, I don't know, 
an hour and a half at a time wow. just running through these like i was nine and these kids were like 17 18 and i would just decimate them over and over again and my dad <laughs> got such a kick out of it wouldn't you like just die laughing yeah he would just be in the back just laughing because That's awesome like these kids would come up and they play and i would just run through them and also pull off the fatality on them and it was just like <laughs> next who is wow. your guy who did you find that how did you know all how did you know fatalities and this and kid that? in school um had a printout of all the moves that uh. i i got from him uh in uh, third or fourth grade. Would actually. people but say like you're cheating because he would just like were you the type of person who would do one move no, over no, and no. over again? Well, no. wait. So wait. How, who was your guy? Luke Kane. Uh, no, Sub Zero is my guy. Nice. Um, Sub Zero is my guy, and to, I mean it's just such an easy. I mean, there's like a combination I would always use. I would freeze him, mm-hmm. um, and then I would uppercut him, and I would slide him, and then I would uh, slide sweep him. Write this down, guys. Right. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. And then you know I still remember a lot of the fatalities. Like uh, his was forward, down, forward, high punch to rip his head off. Um, and then Mortal Kombat 2 is really, I got a little older and I got a little better. Mortal Kombat 2 is really my, my game to go to as far as, wow, so you like remember before Mortal Kombat 2 came out? Yeah, yeah. I do too. I don't. Well, really? you're younger than yeah. us. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that four year age difference. But thing. I just, I just don't forget those moves, especially Mortal Kombat 2. I mean, Liu Kang, you hold down. Baraka. Was Baraka number two? Cause that's yes. my, that's my guy. Yeah. Barack Obama? Yep. Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And he would do the, um, the knife slicey thingy stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but Goro is. That's a great honorable mention. You talked more about Goro than you did about Bowser. <laughs> I know. I just had a more per, a more relatable story to Goro. Uh, I'll say my honorable mention just real quick. Uh, can I cheat? Can I give a, a couple more? If I rapid fire them off. Sure, yeah, if you want. I don't care. Okay, I because they're too. all from Bioshock. <laughs> when when I uh, was gonna put San, uh, Sander Cohen on my list, I was like, mm, but maybe I should put Andrew Ryan who's, you know, the main antagonist yeah. of that game. And then I was like, Andrew Ryan would be a great one on this list because I, I didn't give everything away. Yeah. And then I didn't want to give everything away. Yeah. And then uh, but you just did. And also like his his boss battle is pretty anticlimactic. Do you remember? I don't want to say, but no, just say it. Okay, whatever. But the upcoming spoilers for BioShock 1, which came out like 2007, so good luck guys. Yeah. Uh but Basically, he just you find out that you've been like brainwashed the whole time. You're right. And whenever you hear this, the term, would you kindly do this? You mm-hmm. have to do it. So the game, like throughout the entire game, there's a guy like ask like, who's like helping you. And he's he keeps telling you so to like, do would things. Would you kindly, yeah. Would you kindly go in there and get this? Would you kindly do that? And you think he's just being a nice guy and like asking you politely, but it turns out that that's like your your hypnosis like trigger. Yeah. And Andrew Ryan knows this, and he runs he runs all of Rapture, and he's like. A self-made man, and he thinks every man should be a self-made man. And uh, what's wrong with that? Sounds like some nice libertarian ideals. No, no, he's he's. I mean, whatever. He's what he is. But anyway, so he created Rapture, and he, um, you you finally confront him, and the whole game you think that he's the he's villain, the bad guy, yeah. But he's actually not even the villain. He's just trying to keep his city together. Yeah. And the guy who's been helping you the whole time is the villain. That's the big twist. But the uh, but he knows about this trigger, so he says to you. Would you kindly kill me? Hmm. He's like, you know, a man, he he says a man makes a decision. They a ma- men are responsible for their decisions. You're not. So would you kindly kill me? And then you hit him once with a with a golf club upside the head and it kills him. <laughs> Was that the the last battle of the game? No. Then you fight Fontaine at the end of that. Oh, that's yeah. right. So, but uh, well, now I'll never play that game because I don't have to. But so, but he was but one of the ones I want to mention. The other one I want to mention from Bioshock is um. Is Steinman, Doctor Steinman? Do you remember him? Why? Because he's a Jew. Is this back on your anti-Semite? No, that that's a that's a misunderstanding. <laughs> my my honorable mention is Doctor Glockenstein. 
Dr. Steinman is the plastic surgeon in ra- in Rapture. That's right. He's not a big he, medium mogul in your eyes. He um, he uh, goes crazy and he's like obsessed with Picasso. So he keeps like cutting people up into pieces and like moving their nose in the, in different places and and trying to come up with some like something that isn't symmetry. Mm-hmm. And he's just really twisted. And um, he's he's awesome. He's the only thing. The only reason why I didn't include him is because when you fight him, you the fight is over basically once it started. And uh, you don't even really know that you were fighting him. <laughs> so it happens really quick, kind of like Andrew Ryan. Yeah. Hmm, um, and then I won't talk much about the other one, but I just want to say that Sophia Lamb from Bioshock 2 is an excellent uh, protagonist right. in, or, or antagonist in that game. Uh, anyway, there you go. Hey, <laughs> that's hey, that's wow. my three honorable mentions <laughs> all from Bioshock. Since you got three, I'm going to mention one more just because it came very close. Um, same game, Arkham City. Um, the uh, Scarecrow, his fight scenes are really cool because neither one of you play the game, right? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, when you fight the scarecrow, he uh, he hits you with like um um the his what is it his potion or whatever that <laughs> that makes people hallucinate. Yep. And then the whole game changes and it turns into um. Oh, that's awesome! It's like an, it's like an out it's the the whole play of the game changes. You're on a three D world. It's almost like Mario Galaxy the way the world moves. So like you run around like up and down these staircases and things rotate and like cool. he's he's just a giant being in the background who's like like tries to stab you with like his needle fingers and you that's pretty sweet behind. that's really cool so he almost made mine tries to hit you with his do you have do you want to do another honorable mention duel no okay no. cool okay all right so that's the end of the show but um now we have to we're going to do a new uh thing where we tell you what next week's podcast is going to be so <laughs> you can get excited about it and uh bwk is going to tell us what it is this week yeah we don't know yeah okay. we, neither do you guys kind of know i think you guys kind of know so i've been trying to push this idea for a while now oh, shit. uh we're going to do a top five list and oh so i get to decide what the next top five list is for right. whatever reason so that's, oh yeah i should explain that that's what we're going to do from now on is we're each going each one of the hosts are going to pick uh the week so do uh, B- i pick this one bwk is going to pick the next one so then next week julie will announce and julie oh. uh, just because i picked this before uh we got all those awesome suggestions i would recommend you check out all the suggestions that people are giving on oh the yeah site totally yeah because they're so good every you guys are yeah. awesome with all those suggestions oh my god some of them are uh, they're way better than anything i was going to come up with yeah and they're probably better than this topic which i'm about to announce now next week topic next week's topic will be top five of the dumbest things that have ever happened to you. Ooh. Oh. So it's not a list I of got anything. plenty. Yeah. So just come up with five stories of dumb things that have happened to you. They can be they can be good. They can be bad, I guess. I mean, I guess they can't really be good, right? So are they top five things that I've done that are dumb, or just things that have happened to me, or a combination of the both? It can be both, yeah. Okay. Basically, top the top five stories you want to tell that are, that are just... Dumb. dumb. They're <laughs> not like sad or awesome. They're just stupid. Yeah, like just when that girl said to you that Madonna was her favorite actress. From yeah, the that's 40s. my number five. <laughs> oh, no, but uh, yeah, so so uh, good luck with that, guys. Right. Cool. And uh, once again, uh, add us on facebook.com slash top five of death. Add us on Twitter at top five of death. The number five in everything we do. Um, Gmail. Gmail. Yeah, email us at top five of death at Gmail. Send us uh, your deaths. Uh, we only got one, and we only got like a, a one other one, but uh, it didn't. I don't know something about it. Um, but it was yeah. too good. It was too. Yeah, we do not look stupid compared to it. Um, but please interact with us. Um, more things are to come. Still trying to build it out. Uh, if anybody knows anything about uh, website building and is interested in maybe <laughs> helping us build a website. Uh, so for free, a, of course. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe a small fee, or maybe some uh, we could promote you on the show if you if that's your business. Yeah. Well, so if anyone oh. wants to press my suit, <laughs> Dooley needs a good suit pressing, <laughs> and um, but yeah, so uh, all that stuff is great. So um, thank you for listening, and smell you later. <laughs>